Welcome to another episode of Mad Girls in Marketing. This is your unscripted, unedited podcast about working in the marketing and advertising world. Your hosts and marketing professionals, Victoria Yassam and Nicole Hearn, give you the good, the bad, and the ugly truth about what they deal with on a daily basis. Welcome to another episode of Mad Girls in Marketing. I'm Victoria. And I'm Nicole. And today we're going to take it off the rails a little bit. We've got a email from a listener and they want us to talk about getting over the fear of growing their business. Very exciting. Excited to jump right into this. Um, You know, myself being a business owner in Victoria, there's, I mean, God, we could sit here for an hour and talk about the fears of it. Just the fear of starting your own business <laughs> is, a, is a topic of its own. But once you're in it and you're, you're getting through the ups and downs, you know, I kind of feel like I was there with and, and am still with where to scale, how to scale. Um, am I willing to let people come in and, and work with me? Who do I trust? Um, you know, where to start first? You know, what what layers to add, what layers not to add? Do I really want to grow? Because with growing comes more issues, more overhead, um, hiring more people. And the what ifs if, you know, clients, you know, fire you or cancel or, you know, the things what happens. So I think this is a amazing topic. Thank you for reaching out to us and asking about this because I know Victoria and I, this hits closely with us. We talk about all the time as we grow. How big do we want to get? Because I know when I first started, I was like, oh my God, if I can just like the fact that I'm on my own and I don't have to work for somebody and be micromanaged, um, the fact that I can make my own decisions, I can go at my own pace, um, that was a big accomplishment in its own. And then as I grew more and I got more clients, um, it's kind of like, okay, well, what's next? And I've talked to other people in my industry. And sometimes it's taken them four, five, six, seven years before they made the leap to actually scale and even like hire more people. Um, but I think in with this question, it's very broad, you know, getting over the fear of growing and what capacity, because the whoever is out there listening, you guys all are different points in your career. Um, and a growth for you might not necessarily be as a business owner, right? You might just be somebody within a company who's listening to this in the advertiser marketing world and asking yourself, well, do I go ask for that promotion? Do I go ask for that next step up? Do I, is a growth for me leaving the company? Is a growth for me going in a different direction and working for a company that's bigger? So I think there's a lot of um, points that we could, you know, make here with this, this particular podcast, but I'm, I'm going to speak from my experience and the fear of growing for me, I had to implement a lot of like, um, and I, Victoria might not be on the same page with me with this, but I had to implement people like life coaches and business coaches. Um, that could, that will probably be a podcast later on down the road. You know, or do they benefit us? Do they not? How people feel about them? But for me, I had to implement people in my life who, um, who could hold me accountable, who could, you know, allow me to, you know, um, feed the faith and starve the fear. I, I love that quote. I, I have it written down everywhere. Um, who encouraged me to read books, educate myself, not only for my business, but for me personally. So for me, there's so much fear of growing. And, and I think no matter what level you're in, even if you're at the top of the top, I think that 
you're there's always a fear, the fear of rejection, the fear of, you know, am I capable of, of going to that next level? You know, making for me, making that money, money, that big money. It, it's like it's there. I want it. I'm going after it. I'm doing well now. But to think like, man, can I actually make like that type of money? Can I get those type of clients? It's scary. It, it's it's a ever revolving Thing that happens every day in my mind as a business owner, like what's next, you know, and, and in business, whether you're on the sales side or a business owner, whatever position you're in, if you're truly passionate about what you're doing, you know, you just don't know what this business is going to do. Advertising marketing, when something goes wrong, we're the first ones cut. They're like, see ya, baby. We don't need marketing advertising. I'm sure a lot of you experienced it during the pandemic, lost clients, lost money. Um, but for me, it, for me, that I implemented, I put people in my life. I surrounded myself with people who were positive, and I continue to do that as I grow my business. Because you cannot do these things on your own. You need an army. You need people, um, whether it's friends or family, but you need supporters. Because most likely, no matter what business you're in, even if you're somebody who's not in marketing advertising and you just love us so much that you're listening to us, your people that surround you most likely don't understand your passion because people who are in sales or who are driven or who own their own businesses, you have friends who are like, oh my God, I'm so proud of you. Like, this is so exciting. So tell me what's next. Tell me what's next. But really don't understand what you do and don't understand the back end and the stresses that come along with like being on your own or being in positions or being higher ups in businesses where there's constant pressure on you. So I think like getting over the fear for me, my number one thing is is putting those people in place that constantly are supporting you, that hold you accountable and just keep you motivated that you can fall back on. That's that's mine. How about you, Victoria? I agree with that 100%. I mean, like making sure you have the right people in your corner. I mean, shit. How many times a week do I text you, Nicole? And I'm like, I'm going to quit. And you're like, no, bitch, get your shit together and keep it moving. Like, but we need those people to be able to talk to you to help us grow, right? So Nicole's had her business a little bit longer than mine. So she's been through some of this stuff, but our structures are different, right? So I actually have a handful of people that work for me. Um, and we had this conversation a couple months ago when Nicole was looking to hire like your first employee, essentially, right? And she asked me a bunch of questions. I told her how I did things. Um, but the fear of growth, at least on my side, was when we were about a year old, I was scared to take on new clients. I literally was scared. I was like, what happens if my social media manager, because it was just me and one social media manager, um, because the way I, I structured my business is I would go out and find it and then she would do it. I would do the consulting. I would do the sales training. But as far as like the day-to-day -day social media management, like I had somebody doing that for me and I'm like, what am I going to do if she quits? Like she, she, um, she wound up leaving me um, and it wasn't anything bad. She wanted to move to another state and get a job in person in another state. So like, I, I get it. You know, I totally get it. Um, I didn't know what to do. I was like, what am I going to do? Like I have to do all the work and this and the other. And it happened. It actually finally happened. And I'm still here, yeah. you know? Yeah. So, and now I have more people on my team that are willing to take on more work and they're supportive. And so it was a really big learning experience for me because I was so afraid to take on new clients because I didn't know who was going to do the work for me. Um, because the way that I have my business centered, like I said, is, is I go out and I find the business and I bring it back and then my team helps me manage it. What was I going to do if I had to do all of it by myself? And I'm like, oh my God, like this is a good spot. If, if she quits, then I can handle it all by myself without having to get rid of client. Like I was 
anxiety is a bitch, which I feel like is going to be the title, like the key, the key title of like most of these episodes. But I didn't know what to do. And I started freaking out. So I, I called my business coach and Nicole and I have the same business coach and no, they're not for everyone. Um, you need to have a really good, honest one. I think, I mean, yeah. Brie is brutally honest. Shout out to Brianna achieving coaching. I think this is the second shout out we've given her in, in like seven or eight episodes. But it's so true because she she's someone from the outside who knows what she's doing. This is not someone who's like, I love life coaches and butterflies. Like, no, she is a legit business consultant and she pushes you out of your comfort zone. So I talked to her one day about it and she was like, yeah, what's your point? I was like, I don't know what to do. And she's like, um, no, you'll be fine. You'll figure it out. And so I kind of had to like remember these huge companies like Nike and Under Armour and whatever else, like Kohl's, like these big companies, like they started, they started somewhere, right? They had these problems and they overcame them. So like, they're not smarter than me. Why can't I do this? Yeah. Well, and it's about getting out of your own way. You know, you have to get out of your own way. And that's something that, um, I'm still learning to be honest with you because I am kind of a little bit opposite of Victoria where I, um, I'm like want the business to just flow in and inundate me so much and I'll figure it out as I go because in my I feel like on my side of the business um the people that I need to hire are like looking to make six figures or plus so in order for that to happen you know my client list needs to be bringing in a hefty amount of money in order to get get you know for them to get paid so and I'm right now, so I'm, I brought two people on who are handling more of the smaller scale things, but for me to like, you know, so I am the business prospector and I'm handling a lot of things on the back end. And right now I'm doing fine with that. However, I am currently continuing to look to add people on as I continue to grow because you do need a, a team. You do need a team if you want to grow. And I, and I think the fear of growing comes with that. It's like you you want it all. You want the clients. You want to make the money. But in order to really grow and make make money, you have to trust to bring other people on and you have to figure out how you're going to pay them. Is it working with them as a 1099 and then eventually you put them over to a salary, but then you need the business coming in. So there's a lot of moving pieces to this. But I think just getting over the fear of growing, starting from point blank for me is the belief in yourself, the 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 willingness to n- know that you don't know what's coming, <laughs> to be open-minded that you don't know what's going to happen, to be able to take risks. I mean, if you're already on your own and you want to grow, then you've already you've already won half the battle because you took the risk, the chance to go on your own. If you're going for that C-level sweet job, if you if you're going for that promotion and you've gotten that promotion and you're up in that, you know, management job that you never thought you would get as a rep, then you, you've already done it. It's just figuring out the next steps on how to get there. And I'll tell you, I will promise you this, and this is a life lesson. I think you can never say, well, I'm just waiting for enough money to start my business. I, I got to wait, you know, I got to wait till maybe after I have kids. I got to wait till maybe after I get married. I got to wait till I finish college. I got to, if you continue to have those excuses in life, I can guarantee you'll never get to your dreams. You just have to like when life comes at you, it's going to be at the most roughest, unexpected time. I was seven months pregnant. I left a partnership at an ad agency. I literally quit. I was the breadwinner in my family. And my husband's like, okay, let's do this. And my first big client, you know, six figure for me came six months later. And it's just 
it's having the mindset, it's believing yourself. And trust me, trust me, I, Victoria and I both, when we've talked about this in other podcasts, I've wanted to throw the towel. Like, what am I doing? This is the most ridiculous shit. I'm just going to go work at Starbucks so that I don't have to deal with all this. It's too much pressure. It's pressure I put on myself. It's pressure that, you know, the industry puts on you. It's pressure as a business owner. But in some way, if you really are a business owner, you like it. You like the pressure. You like you like the unknowing. And the fear is always going to be there. But what if it isn't? What if you just tell yourself, it's all going to work out. The clients are going to come. As long as I'm doing my part, then, it, then it's all going to flow. It's going to flow to me. It's going to happen. So, I have just had to learn how to practice reading a lot and um, reading some books that make sense to me. You know, there's a lot of great business books out there um, that we'll share with you um, on our social pages that are, you know, right up my alley, simple reads, but like give great affirmations, give you like kick-ass approaches to how to like live your day-to-day life and business. Um, I stay away from the long, big, lengthy ones that like I have to like go back and read sentences over and over again because I don't understand what they're trying to tell me. So um, I don't know. It, it, it's hard. You know, I don't know if we ever get over the fear of growing. I feel like if you're a true entrepreneur, the, entrepreneur, there's always going to be fear. You're always going to have angst and, you know, just keep striving. So you did bring you you did bring up a good point when you're talking about having enough work. And that's like a whole other conversation is a switch from 1099s to employees. And I I think for me, so Nicole and I have similar similar experiences, but also different at the same time. I don't do affirmations. I feel like Brie would kick my ass if she heard me say that. But the thing is, is like, I don't, yes, they work for some people. And yes, if they work for you, keep doing them. But I need to look at the process of how to do things. So if I'm like, I have an amazing accountant um, and him and his wife own a, a practice here in like the Baltimore area. He has literally had my hand and helped me through so much stuff because I don't understand. And I think, let me back up. So part of what I'm trying to say is like, it's scary growing when you don't know how to do it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So like on, like, do not hand me anything with money or taxes. I don't want to know. I don't want to fucking know. I just want it to be done. Like I just yeah. want it to be done. So we have, I mean, this whole podcast is really for us to like let our skeletons out and tell you guys like how we do things. Um, my team is 1099s right now. But the only reason they're not actual employees, that not that it makes a fucking difference. We still have team meetings. We still talk about clients. Like for all intents and purposes, like they work for me. They don't work for five different social media companies, you know. But it's because of like the the tax shit behind it. And he he is walking me through it. We're gonna be transitioning into that here pretty soon. But that whole situation, if I didn't have him to explain this to me and help me figure out how to grow the right way financially, I would be I would be screwed. I would probably be owing tons of money in back taxes because I'm too stupid to figure out how much to put aside. <laughs> but it's like it's having the right people in your corner and um, you know, the the whole like process that gave me the confidence, like him sitting down and talking with me figuring out like this much you need to have to make these people employees because Lord forbid I tell someone I have a 1099 they shit themselves and they're like, oh, it's not really an employee. Like, no, I'm still working with them and developing them and growing them. Like I have conversations with these people. I have conversations with them every week, multiple times a week. If they have problems, they come to me. Like, do you know what I mean? Like just because they're labeled a 1099 doesn't mean they're my, my, not my team, team member. And I, 
I strategically say teammate, not employee, in case the IRS is listening. (laughs) Um, But working with John and Lori gave me the confidence to grow. And I think that's a that's a big part is finding the confidence that you have or that you need to have to be able to grow and take these risks because there's nothing worse than taking a risk and just shitting the bed and and being so scared to take another one. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's, it's challenging. It's, it's going to be scary, but also too, you know, kind of to piggyback off what Victoria just said is, you know, know what you're good at in your business and delegate what you're not good at. And that's something that I've had to learn. Like I cuz I I handle a lot of it, but I'm slowly figuring out, okay, these are the things that I'm good at in my business. This is why it's gotten to the point that it it is at, but in order for me to grow, I have to let I have to trim the fat. I have to get rid of some of these things and let somebody else and trust that they're going to be able to handle those things for me. And that's that's getting an accountant, getting a bookkeeper, getting somebody just to handle your admin stuff, somebody to handle emails, somebody to go after the business for you. Like that's kind of where I am kind of right now. But um it's, you know, because while we're running businesses, I'm sure a lot of you have families or you're trying to have families or you're planning weddings or you are running to sports or maybe you have maybe you have one business and, an, and you have a, a second business. I don't you know, I don't know. We all have different stories and different reasons why we are or we aren't in, in our business where we should be. But it for me, it's really looking at the big picture. And I, I literally have like a, a whiteboard in my room that's massive. It's on my wall and going and have written down like okay, these are my strengths. These are my weaknesses. These are the things that are important for me to grow my business now. And these are the things that like really could wait. Like, cause sometimes I jump, jump the gun. I'm like, oh, I need a dashboard. And then I spend all this money on a dashboard, but I have nobody to manage the dashboard. Made that mistake too. I've like put money into the business that, because I feel like I need to be there. Like I feel like, oh, I need to be doing what these larger agencies are doing, but I really don't need to be there right now. And, I, and I'm not equipped enough to be there because I don't have the people. I don't have the bandwidth of people to handle it. So I think those are really important things to think about as well. And some of us, I know I'm like this, I want to like shoot for the stars. Like I I just want it, I want it all and I want it all now, but you have to be aware that you have to start somewhere and build on it. You know, it's it I always go back to like, you know, blocks that my children play with. Like, you know, build it and build it and build it and you can only build those Legos so high and then eventually they fall, right? So be cautious and I'm only going based off, you know, <laughs> the errors that I've made in business, the ones that I've fixed the ones that I might continue to make. Um, but, you know, th- that's my, you know, my opinion about, you know, getting over the fear of growing. Growing growing is amazing. It's so amazing. And usually when you're about to grow, you want to quit. Every time, like, I'm ready to grow, sometimes I find myself, like, hesitating or, like, holding back, like, why I shouldn't take the plunge. Like, it's right there in front of me at my fingertips. Like, the universe is telling me, like, to just take the risk. Just do that. Like, this opportunity presented itself. The podcast. The podcast, for instance. I've been talking about a freaking podcast for three years. I remember, like, during the pandemic, I'm, like, running with my husband. He's, like, I'm, like, had all these other different podcast ideas. It wasn't, like, particularly. It was in this category, but, like, I was just kind of looking for somebody to do it with. I didn't want to do it on my own. Like, you wouldn't want to hear me just talk, would you? Yeah, probably not. Don't ever reply to that <laughs> question. <laughs> However, I met Victoria, like, um, I don't know, maybe seven months ago, eight months ago. And then we hit it off and we're in the same industry. So we understand each other. And then I was just like driving one day and I was like, I'm just going to call her and see if she wants to do this. Like, you know, I have a feeling she might want to, but she might tell me, no, I don't want to do it. So, but it's like the universe brought us together. In my opinion, that's how I feel about it. And 
it took a little bit of time, but like, here we are, we're doing it. So, you know, follow your instinct, follow like what, you know, signs are telling you and, you know, grow, don't stop growing, don't stop growing. And if, and if, if you're not meant to grow this piece of your business, something else will come into your life to show you that, that, Hey, this isn't the right business for you, but this is the other door that's opening. Having goals too, having tangible, smart goals. If we want to go back to, to freaking marketing 101 in college. Um, but if you're, if you're scared and you're listening to this and you're like, yes, Jesus, this is exactly what I need to hear. Like, just know that we went through the same thing, right? Like, that's why we're talking about it. That's why, that's why we decided to take up that listener email and be like, you know, this is a really good topic, especially right now. Like a lot of businesses started during the pandemic and now we're all in a place where the market's changing. The world is changing. Some people are saying we're going through a recession, which like, shit, that we're the first ones to go. Right. And it's scary. But at the same time, like when you are in a position to grow, having a plan and having tangible goals to go with that plan. So I guess you could be like step one, coming up with a sales goal for the next 30 days. Right. How many new clients do I want? How many people do I need to talk to? Like having tangible goals, even something so small as okay, I'm going to talk to my accountant about 1099s or or something like that, because it's you don't you don't know what you don't know. And I think the biggest, the biggest advocate for your growth is going to be your confidence. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So making sure that you're, you're confident in what you're doing and what you're saying to people. And, you know, do you, do you have time to take on a new client? Yeah, I do. And I've got a team of people who are behind me who can help me with that. And I think coming up with actual goals for your specific business even if it's figuring out what your avatar is, even if it's like, okay, I'm going to work on my business social media more, or I'm going to get in a publication or something, something along those lines, but just things that help you grow your confidence. Cause I mean, it is, it is fucking scary. Like my accountant put the fear of God in me in the other day and I don't think he meant to, but he was like, we're going into a recession. And I was like, what's a recession? Like, what? <laughs> Can you please say the definition of recession? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No, but it's, it's true. Like this is, you know, I, lo- I love this question. I'm so glad we're talking about it. You know, Victoria and I are here. We're, we're living it. We're doing it. Um, and it, it's all exciting. But yeah, having goals, having, like we said, we'll just do a little recap, having goals, tangible goals, having people in your corner, you know, educating yourself constantly um, keep to keep you, you know, to keep you educated about what's going on. Um, getting yourself a business coach, getting yourself a life coach. You know, we, we'd be happy to share the, you know, those people with you as well. If you want to reach out, um, we'll share it on our, our social pages. Um, but, you know, also too, like, and I, I got stuck in this. It's not just about your business. Like whatever you're, what's ever going on in your personal life and everything like that all matters. Because when I first got my life coach, I, all I talked about was my business, swear to God, eight months. And then she's like, well, so what's going on with like, you know, your family and your friends. And I was like, oh, right. Like, I, like all that other stuff matters, you know, like if, if, if shit's hitting the fan at home, like clearly my business is going to be affected from it, you know? So, or if I'm not healthy, if I'm not like in a healthy mindset or, you know, um, and listen, I know that there's people out there who are just killing the game and just having a great time in life and maybe family's not great and stuff. But for me, I like things to be full circle for, for me to function day to day. I need a family to be good. I need friends to be good. I need my health to be good. And I think the only way to continue to grow and evolve is if you have those four pillars in your life, like complete. 
So, um, yeah, fear, you know, like I said, you should write this down, you know, um, feed the faith, starve the fear. Great quote, you know, put it in your room. I know Victoria doesn't like little affirmations, but I do like that, that quote particularly. Um, but yeah, so keep continuing to kick ass in business, like reach out to us. I'd love to hear like your fears, how we can help, how we can be here for each other. This podcast is not just about me and Victoria dropping the F-bomb. This is not about us um, just trying to be witty and funny. Like we are here living it. So we want you to lean on us and ask us questions and got, tell, give us advice. God knows we need it. We're, you know, we're all in this, this world together you know, in the same industry or, and, and you guys have probably seen things that we haven't seen or experienced things, you know, that we haven't experienced, whether it's creative ideas or things that are happening in the workplace. Um, but like, tell us about it. And there's a lot of women too, that have taken a step back from the work field. So maybe you're, maybe you're a mom listening who was in this industry at some point and you're trying to get back in, or maybe you were in corporate America. Now you're working from home, trying to manage, like being an, being an owner of an advertiser or marketing you know, company. And now you have all your children at home and you're trying to manage all that. Like this is, we are a network here. We're a family as we build onto this podcast. So, you know, tell us your stories. Like let's, let's be in this fucking fear puddle together. I can't decide what's going to actually be the title of this episode. <laughs> it's going to be fear puddle <laughs> or what the, what was that quote that you kept saying? Feed the fear. Yeah, that thing. I, uh, so we'll see what actually goes live. Uh, <laughs> um, but Nicole is right. We love to hear from you guys. Uh, definitely follow us on social media. Our handle is Mad Girl Podcast. And if you have questions or if you have another topic that you want us to talk about, uh, send us an email. It's madgirlsandmarketingpod at gmail.com. Make sure you follow and subscribe. And ladies, that's all for us. But until next time, let's stay mad about marketing. <laughs>